This episode is made possible by PwC. A robot may not be coming for your job, but competitors are coming for your market share. At PwC, we pair the right tech with the right solutions to help you gain a competitive edge. Reimagine operations from the cloud, fuel innovation with responsible AI, and detect risks before they become headlines. That's human-led and tech-powered. It's all part of the new equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You're listening to the Capitol Press Room, and we're diving into the issue of waste reduction in New York. And our guest is Senate Environmental Conservation Committee Chair Pete Harcum, a Westchester County Democrat who is out with his own expansive waste reduction package earlier this year. Senator, thank you so much for joining us in the Capitol. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure. So when we think about efforts to decrease waste, what should our focus be that we're maybe not doing right now in New York? Well, what we're not doing is putting the onus on the people who are creating the waste. Right now, in New York State, 17 million tons of waste a year are created. And the onus to uh, get rid of that waste falls to taxpayers and municipalities. And so it's time we shift the paradigm and we put the onus on the people who are creating the packaging in order to incentivize them to reduce the amount of packaging and to help defray the cost of recycling and and disposal. So under the legislation that you recently proposed, how do you encourage or tell manufacturers to either make products that are easier to recycle or to reduce the amount of products and packaging that they're putting out in the world? Well, the producers and the manufacturers uh, would be required to join uh, producer responsibility organizations where they will come up with a plan to reduce the amount of packaging and materials in their industries. And then they will be assessed a fee on the amount that they are still producing. And that money will go to municipalities to invest in better recycling equipment and also to help defray the cost of management. So under our proposal, New York City alone would save $100 million a year. Mm -hmm. And outside of New York City, it's expected to save over $120 million a year. Do you feel comfortable giving these producers and manufacturers such a large say over the process? Is there a critique to be made that this is the foxes guarding the hen house if they're put in charge of this process? Well, no, they they are the ones who know best um, their industries and how to reduce. However, they'll be held accountable by um, oversight uh, advisory boards, the DEC, and we're creating an inspector general in the DEC mm-hmm to enforce this program uh, with hefty fines for those who who are not participating. And is the idea that with, say, the fees that they would essentially be lower if they're able to reduce what they're putting out into the world? Absolutely. The fees will go toward investing in new waste management equipment, new Mm -hmm. recycling equipment. Um, We have a very low rate of recycling nationally, about 5%. In New York, we're up at about 14%. 
but very little of that finds its way into into new products. So it's it's really important that we use materials that are actually recyclable and reusable. The other thing we need to do is take the toxins out of that plastic packaging, things like PFAS, things like heavy metals, other chemicals that are harmful to human health. And what do you envision as the timeline for implementing this? Like, So when would potential fees go into effect? Well, they would have uh, a year in which to, to join and organize a producer uh, responsibility organization. And then uh, they have 18 months to come up with the plan. The plan needs to be approved by the advisory board, and then they will recommend it to DEC for DEC's approval. So we're looking at about 18 months, um, but figure by the time the program rolls out two years. And who would be serving on this advisory board? Well, the advisory board will be environmentalists, members of the community, business members, folks who have a vested interest in seeing that we do this right and, and that we hold each other accountable. I have to imagine that large-scale producers and manufacturers either have the capacity to absorb additional fees or have the capacity and technological wherewithal to change their practices. What about smaller producers and manufacturers in New York? Are there carve-outs for them, or, or do you feel like this is a reasonable set of criteria for them to follow as well? Well, First of all, it's only on organizations with net revenues of over a million dollars. The other thing is by pooling their resources with the producer responsibility organization, they will have access to new technologies and new techniques that hopefully will enable them to reduce packaging. Now, part of this has to do on the wayside, obviously. We talked about the 17 million tons in New York State but it's also the extraction of the raw materials, cutting down uh, the trees, the, the natural gas used to make the plastics and the chemicals. These processes are also harmful to the environment. And a reorganization of our waste management practices are called for in the scoping plan of the CLCPA. And this is the way that we implement it. Well, let's turn to the revenue side of things. How would you expect municipalities to utilize the fees from, from this legislation if it becomes law? And would this be mandated by the law in terms of how this money is spent? The municipalities will use this money to invest in new technologies in terms of sorting and recycling. Uh, it will help defray the cost of pickup. Um, we were in Mount Kisco for a press conference the other day and they've had to add an additional day of pickup. That's a full day that those folks could be doing other things, working in parks, working on roads, or money could go for cops, for teachers, for firefighters, or dare we say, refunded to the taxpayers. So you are okay with it being spent outside of this general idea of waste? Because I have to imagine there are people who right now are paying to have their, say, recycling picked up. No, the the, the money from the PROs will go specifically to waste. Okay. But the savings to the municipalities can be used in a variety of ways. Gotcha. So you're not the only one kicking around a proposal on this idea of waste reduction. The governor is outlining ideas of her own. How does her approach compare to what you're envisioning here? Our our approaches are, are similar, which is why New York City likes both of our approaches. Ours goes a little bit further. We have the inspector general on the enforcement piece. We mandate the removal of toxins, and our timelines are a bit tighter. 
And how did you craft your bill? Who did you hear from? Who had your ear? And who is supportive of this? Well, this was the work product of three years of environmental groups, municipal organizations, and some business organizations. This is really their work product Mm -hmm. that, that we're bringing forward. And does it have any shared similarities with the extended producer responsibility legislation that we've seen in previous legislative sessions, either from your predecessor, uh, the former environmental conservation chair in the Senate, Todd Kaminsky, or the Assembly's bill from also now former Assembly member and Assembly environmental conservation chair, Steve Engelbright? This bill um, actually goes much further than what uh, my predecessor had contemplated. But you start in one place and through negotiations, you end up in, in another place. If you look at, at the three bills side by side, there are a lot of very similar concepts. Um, I'm really encouraged about the kind of momentum, both on the government side and also in the community to get a deal done this year. So I, I look at having different options as an opportunity. I've never said my way or the highway. This is a good starting point, I think, for the Senate. Um, it's it's the most um, overarchingly wide perspective on, on the approach. And then we negotiate with our colleagues to, to get a good deal. So you think this can thread that needle of both being something environmentalist-like, but also the industries uh, who are responsible for this waste will not uh, go to the mattresses, so to speak, well, over to, well, to kill? You know, some, some will. Yeah. And, and that's why we need to be unified and we need to get a deal done because folks failed on doing this the last couple of years. I think this year is a year to get it done. Some of the, the folks in industry like it because it gives them predictability. Uh, interestingly enough, I've been approached in the last several days by a number of folks who now have renewed interest in the bottle bill. <laughs> People who used to oppose a bottle bill uh, updates are now saying, well, we actually prefer the bottle bill to this. So we have an opportunity to open those discussions as well. So I think it's an exciting time. Where does the uh, new Assembly Environmental Conservation Committee chair, uh, Deborah Glick, stand uh, on your bill? Because there were clearly divisions between the uh, previous uh, chairs in the Assembly and Senate. Um, I, I had breakfast with Deborah this morning. I think we're going to have a great relationship. Uh, I look forward to working with her and negotiating with her as a, as a partner. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm really encouraged because, you know, she's, she's already been in touch with us about aspects of the bill. Um, so wherever they land, um, you know, that's fine. And, and we, we will work collaboratively to get to a good place. What does this bill do, if anything, for the future of, quote unquote, advanced recycling, uh, which is something that manufacturers tout as this big green initiative, which is also sort of criticized from it by environmentalists as basically just being burning of uh, products? This bill is neutral on that. Okay. Um, so it does not include heat or molecular change as recycling. Uh, I think that needs to have a much larger discussion. Um, But the EPA just put out a study last week that the fuels in some of that process have higher risk of of cancer. So, you know, we need to weigh everything. I'm, I'm not saying that in the future there may not be a process that works, but our bill and the governor's bill are just silent on that for now. And, and that's going to take time to sort out. So at this point, you don't see, quote unquote, advanced recycling as being some panacea in New York that's worth advancing and expanding. 
uh, at least not at this moment. Um, but I, I am open to conversations with the chemistry council and, and others in the industry to learn more. But uh, what we know right now, um, I'm not prepared to go ahead and, and say that it, it is recycling. Um, but, but let's see what happens in the future. Well, speaking of the future, finally, is this something that gets done in the context of the budget? Or are you expecting this issue to be something that is done legislatively post-April 1? I, I would like to see it done in the budget. I think that's where we have the most leverage and the most momentum. Yeah. Uh, you know, other other folks may may have a differing opinion on it, but the governor wants to get it done. Uh, I would like to get it done. Um, and this is a great opportunity before people begin to divide and conquer and just kick the can down the road as happened the last couple of years. Well, we've been speaking with Senate Environmental Conservation Committee Chair Pete Harcum. He is a Westchester County Democrat. Senator, thank you so much for joining us in the studio. Thanks for having me. Always great to be here. Support for the Capitol Press Room provided by the New York State AFL-CIO, a federation of 3,000 unions fighting for working people by keeping New York State union strong. Visit unionstrongny.org for more information. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.